Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Carlos, smash you, King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They got your weekend geek covered. And you? You're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 371 of The Sith List. I am one of your hosts, Raj Shahi, and my co-pilots this evening. We got a full slate. Everybody's on deck and the dugout behind the baseball, in front of the baseball, all over the place. Mr. Carlos Buarguayo. The man we call Crunch Crunch. What is up, Les? How you doing, bud? Doing okay. Ready to have some fun tonight. We are going to have some fun tonight. Speaking of fun tonight, the man everybody calls King Tom. What is up, King Tom Chansky? I, I'm I'm home, and I'm good. That's what matters. you are home. I'm glad that you feel like the Sithless is home. Which is yeah, that too. That too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My bad. Speaking of home and feeling like they're home, Mr. Randy Lejudice, what's up, bud? I'm also home, and I'm glad to be here. Great. Now, because tonight's special, before I you know, introduce the man we call, well, we'll get to that. We have two people here, and I'm only going to play this video because I don't think Mike has seen it, and Josh hasn't seen it, and you'll find out who Mike and Josh are in a second, but um, I know Eric loves this video. The man we call El Hombre. Rick Strathers, what's up, buddy? Man, the guitar tone on that is so good. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard that you like the guitar tone. I love it. It's so good. But it, it seriously, kudos to the guy who recorded that because it really is excellent. Right, and who edited that video? It's top notch. Oh, it was my. That's gosh. like like the, the same person that did the Anakin, like the aging. I think. Yeah, uh, what I heard when I first saw that was volume schmalium. Volume schmalium, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was all practical effects, dude. That was the sail barge and yep. a bunch of horses. Yeah, and A bunch of horses and tons of sand. Right, guy. Well, guys, listen, we haven't had guests in a while. Um, I, the last guest we might have had might have been Mr. Mike Pappas himself. But I'm so happy because we have not only Mike, but Josh. They have a podcast and live stream going on. 
and it's called Talking Sith. And I listened to uh, the last episode on my way here home today, and I loved it. So say hello to um, Maximum Paps. What's up, Mike? What's up, Eric, Carlos, Tom, Randy, Les, and Araj? What is up? And I, say hello. Oh, go ahead. I thought I'm I, sorry. You're, we're please. Done. No, no, no. I was just going to introduce Josh. What's up, Josh? Hey, guys. I, I just got one thing to say. Yeah. We are all the Sith. We are all the Sith. That we is true. You're right. We are definitely all the Sith. And I, I was driving and I was like, damn, that's a pretty fucking cool name. Me and Boo came up with the name. And I think Boo was the one that actually finalized the name uh, Sith List because we were racking our brains 371 episodes ago to what to call this thing. Talking Sith never came up. <laughs> no, it never did. It never, did. never did. I was thinking like that would have been so much better. Right? People wouldn't have like mixed it with like syphilis or, or other things <laughs> that they have. But talking Sith like makes total sense. Son of a bitch. Good job, guys. Hey, Way to come that's up with a good that. one, Josh. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, it's guys. a really good one. Talking Sith. Damn. Well, I'm glad you guys are here. Um, before we move on and do all the kind of cool stuff that we do, um, please let's talk. Josh, I'm going to go with you. Let people know what the podcasts and live streams are, where they can find them, how to find you on social media and all that good stuff. Uh, we're across most social media platforms at Talking Sith Pod. Uh, you can find us basically anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, we're also, uh, we live stream on the Pop Culture Hour uh, Facebook group. Um, yeah. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Talking Sith Pod. Nice. Now, for the people that are might have been like, oh, pop culture hour. So listen, I always say this. There's a couple of podcasts back in the day. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here today. And Rogue One was definitely one of them. And I remember emailing Rogue One and people, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you know the story a thousand times, but Mike Pappas, obviously Haas and Johnny Grosso were the ones um, I really got into, wanted to like, I looked up to them as mentors and they really, really kind of kind of like started the like the kind of like the momentum for the Sith list. I mean, we had like three or four or five episodes out or whatnot, and they really pushed it. So uh again, Mike, thank you for all that. That was uh yeah, 370 dude, no, episodes no. later, dude. <laughs> I can't believe it. That's insane. And and Ozzy yeah. with Blue Harvest is way over four hundred now. So it's yeah, like, yeah. Ozzy with Blue Harvest. Haz uh sent me a message talking about Maynard's birthday that's gonna be at the Greek or Hollywood Bowl. You got that one too, Randy? Mm -hmm. Nice. He, he's going to make a trek, I think, next year to come but down. I, I wasn't invited to that, so I'm actually very upset. Mm. I just found out yesterday, buddy. So you're, you're definitely invited. We have a year to plan it, Paps. Okay, good. Uh, I just want to say everything comes full circle, and I can't help myself but say this. But in similarity to to your Rogue One reference and, and, yeah. and you getting started, I probably wouldn't be sitting here with you handsome fellas if it wasn't for my man randy over there i because that was another one of the podcasts I was talking about. in 2014 i was writing into randy but he just chose to read johnny fucking grosso's <laughs> emails <laughs> instead of my emails so yeah, it really no, goes no. all full 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 circle and uh, well yeah i i started i started listening to randy also make uh impersonating johnny grosso so you're right i think it's all randy's fault it is all randy's fault don't that put we're that on me man it's all your Randy, fault. if it wasn't for you, none of us would be here right now. No, 
Yeah. Randy, do you remember? Aww. This is when Randy and I were started doing karate in the garage together. Was <laughs> when I sent in that thing of my daughter when she was little recording the, the, oh, the hey, Corey, shut up, it's pizza time. Oh, yeah, I love that. Oh, I yeah, I remember that. I remember I was that. Out of, I was out of town, I think, when you sent yes, that. Yes, yes. Yeah. But you obviously, played the, it. you yeah. played yeah. it when you guys came back. Yeah, no. It was good. Awesome. Right. It got a lot right. of love, man. And, and obviously, you know, it, there's other podcasts like Steel. Obviously, Steel was a big yeah. big part of this. And I'm only saying Steel so I can play the soundbite. <laughs> That's it. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> this makes Steel, me think of... What Anakin said in this newest episode, just as I inherited knowledge from my master and that's right, from his, you know, it's, exactly the lineage of all the podcasts. Exactly, this is this is uh, the megapod without having the megapod. But, right? Yeah, <laughs> and my, my apartment doesn't have to get trashed, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, well, <laughs> man, everybody, listen, we check out Talking Sith, especially right after the. Uh, you guys are live streaming, correct? Right after yeah. episodes, right? Yes. Yeah, I wanted next. to come on a couple of weeks ago. I think it was episode four, but I, I'm editing and trying to get that thing out there as fast as possible. So every time I'm done, I went on the link and you guys were done already. So um, maybe yeah, one of these I days mean, I'll be able to, I'll be able to jump on. But You've been uh, trying to uh, teach me, I guess, uh, that, that it's very important that you guys get those videos on YouTube immediately for your reactionary videos. So it's important that, that you get those out on time. So I know how. Yeah, hard it is that's the you. only way to do it, really. If especially if you're not one of the big big uh, sites or the the channels, because YouTube will just bury you. So yeah. you have no choice. YouTube has no choice but to push your product literally if there's no other product out there, and people are searching for it. So yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it until you get to a level where um, you don't have to worry about it. And you can do breakdowns and reviews and live streams and not even have to worry about it, which is one day, one day <laughs> that will happen. But I just, I, I love opening my TV to YouTube and seeing Les's face in a thumbnail. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. It's literally, it's literally every other night. It's, it's great. It's just, well, let me tell you about this last are, thumbnail. This, la- this last thumbnail. California. This last thumbnail, I, I kind of like, it was Russian. It was like kind of like roulette because I made it, I was ready to go, and I had no idea exactly what was going to be in the episode, but I just guessed that it's going to be Anakin in his Clone Wars outfit. So I was like, well, you know, if it's not, then I have to just like waste some time and make a new thumbnail. But luckily, that happened, man. So I was very, very stoked. I got like, put this like, oh, I was so excited. Yeah, it was really good. (sighs) Okay, well, you know what? This is great because this intro is already going like 40 minutes. Steel's (laughs) going to be happy. uh with this uh but let's uh let's ask how everybody's doing real quick i guess pretty short answers eric how you doing buddy man i'm great a uh, friend of the show nick and his man bayside were in town last night and i got to go yes. hang out with them see a really good rock show and by the way i regret snoozing on ever going to see them play live killer show yeah, I, I cannot wait to see top shelf the the vocals are just like when they were young it's wild wow that's and nice. just a real quick funny thing so after the show he comes out uh back by their bus and just talks to people and so i was back there hanging out <laughs> and uh this this lady was getting a picture of her husband with nick and i said do you want me to take that for you so she's like yeah that'd be great thanks so much and i take their picture 
And so she goes, well, now you need to get in there and let me get a picture. She thought I was in one of the bands that was on the bill. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I told Nick, I said, she's going to be real disappointed when she ch- shows somebody these pictures. And they're like, who's that rando with the Taylor Swift shirt? <laughs> you, know how gra- you know how great it would be, Eric, if that her husband goes, oh, dude, that's Eric from Throw the Horns, bro. I can't believe you said <laughs> well, it. That's amazing. It was cool because like I ran into the dudes from Story of the Year and somehow I missed the fact that uh, the guy that that Nick podcast with is Thank the Makers from Story of the Year. Yeah. yeah I yeah. never like I know he said it and it just never registered in my head. It's the lead singer from Yellow Card, Nick and the guy from Story of the Year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, well, Nick sent me this beautiful picture of you guys. Look at this. Yeah, man. People, of these two handsome <laughs> fellows right here. After yeah, the show. it was a good time. Yeah, that's cool. I'm jealous, buddy. I, I, I cannot wait to see them down here. Last time they were here and uh, he, we got tickets. I got COVID. So yeah, sorry. Well, it's cool. Cause they closed the last three songs were my three favorite Bayside songs. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There Montauk go. go to hell. And obviously uh, devotion and desire. Big fan. So it's good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I don't know. Those are three great songs. I'm just, joking. that's like, uh, you know, what's the, what's Taylor Swift's last songs. Um, so a lot of times she'll I do know long she's doing live. eras, right? But oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't know. Maybe she changed it. The Taylor Swift yeah. movie's coming out October 13th. Go see it Woo! in theaters. I have a crazy story about a Taylor Swift press screening from last night that I could tell. <laughs> if Did you, you go to it? Said. Please tell. Pavis, so you're always, here for stories. Wait, hold on. First, 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 first. first. <laughs> yes. is breaking news. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I managed to get my hands on a press pass for Ahsoka episode five in the movie theater at 42nd Street AMC in Times Square. And the pass that I got from GoFobo or Fogobo was a QR code that said, get to the theater before 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Got out of work at 6, got there at 6.30. 250 screaming Star Wars fans are in front of me. On one side of the theater was a line for a Taylor Swift press. Oh. And on the other side, that goes down to 7th Avenue. On the other side that I was on was the Star Wars, was the Ahsoka line going down to 8th Avenue. Within 10 minutes of me getting there, there's 400 other screaming cosplay Star Wars fans behind me. Awesome, right? Fantastic. <laughs> in line for an hour and a half. Taylor Swift people yelling and screaming. They all get in. Probably a little bit smaller than our line. But that's because Fogo Bo. Or, Josh, what was this link called? I, I get that shit, too. It drives me crazy. Go Fobo, I think. Yeah. yeah. So Go Fobo or Fobo Go, yeah. Right. So so they got the, uh, okay, this is at max capacity, join the waiting list, where Ahsoka episode five press screening on the link said, click here to get your pass. Like up to three hours before us, there was some glitch where the waiting list never came up. So Star Wars fans kept getting the QR codes and kept showing up at the theater. Oh, shit. <laughs> until, up until 8 p.m. Nice. Uh, so. Ew. So. I am right there. I am about to get into the theater, get my code scan, and get in, get into the theater. After all the Taylor Swift fans get into their press screening, no problem. Mm-hmm. This guy comes out, shuts the line, we're at max capacity for Ahsoka. Sorry, everybody. 400 cr- screaming, pissed-off Star Wars fans behind me. Kids were crying. I spent all my money, all my bus money to get here. I My mom, oh. tailored, my, my mom tailored my Jedi robes yesterday, last night, oh. till 2 in the morning, oh. one girl said. Damn. I have no money to get home. Can I use the movie theater Wi-Fi to watch it on Disney Plus? Because it's oh. 8 p.m. Whole, and it's going to be up game. in one hour. Yeah, like these, the kids were very upset. 
of course, Moneybags managed to scam his way into the theater. And it's a it's like a whole adventure. But I managed to get it, my hands on some wristbands behind the, the, the desk there. Me and my cousin got into a fight with security guard, made a run for it. Got into yeah. the theater, made friends with the PR Disney rep. No chairs, of, no seats available. I had folding chairs brought out. Instead of the security guard kicking me out, they told me you can't kick him out. He's already in the theater. We're getting him folding chairs. <laughs> so I got to see it. But yeah, it was a crazy, crazy story. Anyway, Taylor Swift. But I digress. No, that's a great story. It's awesome. That was just that kind of shenanigans was just about 1% of what we got when Les and I stayed with Mike for about 72 hours. Oh, yeah, but you had Max Pappas. You had Max Pappas, alcohol-fueled Max Pappas. (laughs) We had. We had. Randy did, too. He doesn't exist anymore. That's a great Pappas. Yeah, yeah, that was a great Pappas. But I love this Pappas, too. Yeah, I'm a Oh, yeah. I'm a dad. That was maximum capacity Pappas. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. All right. A little of him had to come out to get those wristbands, though. Okay. Yeah. I, I love you know, that. Harness the that. power of maximum papas. Yeah. Drip what, feed him. You drip feed him for your own benefit, but you don't don't pour it on anyone. One story that I can tell, most of them I can't on air, but one story I can tell where I knew things were going to get crazy is we were in the subway and there were these two Islander fans walking by, and and Mike is a huge Rangers fan, uh, hockey, you know, the Rangers hockey team. Yeah, he's wearing a Rangers shirt right now. Um, he, he looks at me and Leslie and he goes, watch this. So he's walking, he's walk, we're walking by and he's very friendly and he smiles and goes, Hey guys. And they're like, Hey, what's up, man? And he goes, he screams, the Islanders fucking suck. And he just walked by just nonchalantly. Fuck the Islanders. You guys suck. Or he says something like that. I was like, I look at Les, like me and Les thought we we're going to have to throw down right there. Nah, they don't uh, fuck with me over here. <laughs> I said, this is going to be a fun trip, man. It just, yeah, it just went, excuse me, say, I'll be right back, boys. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Just wanted, I want you to know your fucking team sucks. Oh, oh yeah, I just want to know your fucking your team, team sucks. Your team fucking sucks. And they were like, fuck you, man, 2-0, and oh, baby, we're 2-0. And, oh. and I'm like, that's two fucking games. Nice oh, jerseys. Hey, those Islanders jerseys were beautiful, though. I have to admit, those kids were rocking it. They were beautiful. I understand. Don't want to start a fight anybody, but yes, yeah. Islanders. You love your, you love your jersey. White. You love your jerseys. That's right. I do. Uh, I know you do. But yeah, great time with Mike. It's a great time. But uh, so t- are you going to the Taylor Swift movie, uh, Eric? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. So that's my birthday. It's on your da- birthday. That's what I heard. Yes. Yeah. And so my daughter and I are going to go see it because she didn't get a chance to go to the show because oh. I didn't invite her. Now, there's a de- <laughs> debate. We talked to Brittany about this. There's a debate on do you stand and dance at a Taylor Swift concert. I mean, a concert, yes. Movie concert. Honestly, I hope not. I think it's a it's a goofy venue for it. And I think, you know, like, especially like with reclining seats and all that, you know what I mean? It just makes right, right, it right. awkward. It's all get out. But yeah, what that's, that's true. Yeah. Hey, if you get up and dance, dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. King Tom, buddy. How you doing? I'm... Um, not in the hospital this week and i'm feeling better than i have in a while so it's uh everything's going pretty good for me that that deserves this power up thank you power very we're glad you're here we're glad you're back glad you're healthy and we're glad you're gonna talk some ahsoka josh is sitting there going why the fuck am i here because we haven't talked about star wars at all he loves it he loves it no no josh josh we will talk about ahsoka i promise (laughs) might be tomorrow but we'll talk about it of the Star Wars oligarchy of podcasts. Oh, I'm just 
<laughs> I'm just uh, I'm just sitting here taking this in. We got we got the the king of all times, and we have you know yes. So, so Chuck, Josh also wrote into Randy in 2014, and he also oh neglected, really okay he oh, really neglected yeah. his emails to read Johnny Grosso's. So the, oh the, there you the, go. Oh wow, that's so, awesome. Uh, you know yeah. the rumor is that Johnny Grosso hasn't watched an episode yet. I was gonna tell him to that's, come on tonight, dude. He's yeah, dude. He's in my. He's, he's yeah. waiting. Okay, waiting. Uh, Tom <laughs> waiting for a good one. Waiting is the hardest part. <laughs> I've got a couple of friends that I that I do podcasting stuff with usually, or we do like D and D games and stuff. But yeah, we they they haven't watched any yet either. They're like, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna binge. What is that new oh, like cool wow. trend to wait? Like, the, <laughs> you know, what is it, Randy? That it's the journey, not the destination. Like talking about shit with your friends. Like, isn't that part All of right. the fun? Yeah, some kind of monk like, stuff. I don't know, man. Yeah, we didn't have to wait for Lost. We had to. We, I mean, we had to wait for Lost. Yeah. We have to wait every week for that shit. I know. You guys see my tattoo? Live together, die alone. Oh, nice. there shit. we go. Nice. Oh yeah, nice. Shepherd. the shepherd. Very nice. The shepherd right there over here. Yeah. Les, you doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> I always catch less off guard. He has just to unmute his shit. It's because you asked me already. I said I'm Did ready I ask to... you? What? Well, no, yeah. This is the second round, dude. This is still the intro, bro. Oh. Come on. <laughs> you know, you know, you can hear Steel just. Yeah. Uh, get, o- get over the intro. Again, yeah. let's just get over the intro. Let's just fucking get it. Let's the just, just go. Let's just. Fight. I'm sorry, Boo. I'm sorry, whoever else I didn't ask. I'm sure you're doing great, Boo. You look fantastic. You I'm look doing great. good. Thank you. Yeah. All right, let's do let's do some box office. Guys, weekend box office results coming from Rotten Tomato. Though it couldn't match the return of its predecessor, the latest horror entry in the Conjuring universe scared up a whopping $32.6 million. This was The Nun Part 2. We came in first place, guys, with a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. Uh, $32 million. And then The Equalizer 3, number, number 2 at $12 million. My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Pappas, tell me you love these ones. Oh, my wife loves them. <laughs> she does, right? I, I, the first one was great. I didn't. I didn't even second know they made one, a number two and three. Second one stuck balls. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jawan six point one million, and Barbie still five point nine million dollars. It's at one point four billion dollars. The biggest film in Warner Brothers history. Uh, Barbie. <laughs> it is pretty crazy, huh? And um, yeah, and Oppenheimer, I think, is getting close to nine hundred million. So, uh, and I think they're starting to stream, by the way, uh, or you can purchase digitally Barbie and Oppenheimer in various different places. So, there it is. Did anybody watch anything cool this week at all? Nothing. Uh, Less you, you're smiling. You watch something. No, I'm just ready to get to the Star Wars stuff, man. <laughs> All right, well, I'm fuck sorry. it. Let's get to I'm it, sorry, man. man. I'm like, down. No, we wasted enough time in the intro. The formality should have been skipped All at right, this point. Shit. Yeah, let's. I watched. Uh, I watched Yellow Jackets. Just want to let no, you two know. No, you we don't, did we don't not. have to talk about it again. Let's just get to. No, the, you did. Like, no, Randy on. and I no, just both know. I bought it. Okay. I bought my subscription to Showtime. Good, man. What does Elijah Elijah Woods character do? Let's just get he his arc eats, only. Dude. He eats all the girls, obviously. Let's get to the Thrawn. Let's do this. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this 
artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts. Thank you, Thrawn. We appreciate you. So listen, obviously, before we get into Ahsoka, because that's what everybody came here to talk about, I do want to talk about the one thing, the lost X-Wing model that yeah. is going up for auction, starting price, $400,000. And this is one of, it's 124 scale, and this is what, what they would refer to in prop talk as a hero model, which means it was made in extreme detail for very up-close filming. And it was used in... uh episode well new four hope, a new hope, hope. Yeah. and uh four hundred thousand dollars is the starting price i suspect it'll go for a lot more than that and i also want to throw out there that should anybody if you're a wealthy benefactor that would love to get that for me i would love to have it i will proudly display it so, what's please. the buy it now ten billion dollars probably but yeah, that's pretty cool too, man. That's awesome, man. I mean, uh, if you have the money, fuck it, man. Well, and it's, it. It, it's great yeah. that stuff like that gets unearthed, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it was taken care of. It's in good shape and, you know, it's going to be sold with a lot of love. So that's really cool. Uh, where one where did thing, they find it? Um, yeah, so the prop question. guy whose name, unfortunately, you think I would know this. But I can't think of it. He he passed away, and uh, when they were like going through all of this stuff, they found it, Come. and um, so he wow, had it bro. like in his personal collection. Imagine they thought it was just like a regular mm. toy. You're like, oh my oh, gosh, he bought, oh. he bought a Hasbro. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> that happens with so much stuff. You know, yeah. like the classic uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer mm -hmm. that they made that, and then most of the little uh marionette or the stop animation puppets they they got rid of them nobody yes. kept yeah. them because they're like yeah whatever you know here it is all these years later and it's a christmas <sighs> classic you know where mm -hmm. you get to see santa be a complete dick to the yeah, toys an and, really and to uh rudolph but uh i love those dude i love those little claymation things yeah let's do a yeah. claymation star wars oh we had one i guess in visions huh <laughs> who got his yeah but uh, uh, one other thing to talk about is Sean Levy, his, he talked about how the movie that he was working on, it actually got into like pre-production before it immediately got shut down when strike started. Yeah. So it's cool to know that somebody's poking around on a Star Wars movie, you know, where, when that'll get back to business, who knows, but at least we know it's a thing. You guys, and I, I'm sure you, this is probably happening for the people, like, let's just say um, Levy and uh, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. You think they're obviously writing shit oh, on their yeah. own at home, yeah, doing their thing? Absolutely, right? Oh, so sure. So once when shit goes down, it's like let's streamline the shit as fast as possible. Yeah, let's roll. Okay. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I'm sure they are. But uh, yeah, it's it's exciting to think about seeing a Star Wars movie in the theater, especially after you know this whole Ahsoka screening. So congrats to everybody who did get to go to those. I think that's really cool uh you know there was a question as we lead into the talk about this episode of whether or not they did that because something in the episode warranted it being in the theater or <laughs> if it was just a way to promote the movie or to promote the show because of the promotion has been non-standard because of the strike right 
And I want to say the episode was pretty tremendous. And seeing it in the theater would have been really cool. I think, though, the answer is that they did it as a promotional tool because it was only in 10 cities. And, uh, right, right, right. you know, that's something that they could have opened up and charged money for versus the free tickets that they had instead. But uh, Pap- Pappas, what was the I, obviously they're diehard crazies Star Wars fans in those theaters. But I mean, what was the vibe? Was it felt like a like a celebration panel or something like that? Yeah, it was just so nuts. I haven't felt that way since December 17th, 2019. And I didn't join some of you guys who went to the last celebration. Um, oh, so it was really nice to get that feeling again and being part of being part of that's the fandom. Very and cool. the the claps, the laughs in the theater, the woos, like to have that again. And like pre-COVID, right. which was a different world than today, it was just really nice, um, awe-inspiring, you know, charismatic. And to share something that you're so passionate about with like other people that, that yeah. are also of all walks of life and ages is just something that's like really awesome, you know? That's so, that's so true. That's so true because the celebration and the and these con those are like the highlights for me is being with buddies mm-hmm. watching something like that. Um, yeah, that's 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 awesome, Mike. Yeah, but then to see the kids outside because they oversold or overpromised was also messed up. So yeah, New York, New York, sucks, man, <laughs> hell of a town. Yeah, but Josh had six people they oversold to and they let them in. They let them all in. Yeah, they Good. let everybody in. You saw you saw too, Josh. Are you, where, Josh, where are you where are you uh, located? Out of Kalamazoo, Michigan, but okay. Uh, so you saw it over there too. Cool. Well, the nearest one was Chicago. So oh my, shit! My daughter and I and my other buddy, uh, we all drove. It was like a it should be like a two and a half hour drive, but it was like right when we got out of work, rush hour. It was oh. like a three and a half, almost four hour drive to get over there. Ooh, and right. then we got there like two hours ahead of time. So I took my daughter with me. Uh, she's about to be seven. She loves ahsoka and you know all the clone war stuff so we dressed up went over there and it was awesome to be sitting next to her like honestly there was a lot going on awesome stuff going on but i think i told pafis um in our group chat that she's seen episodes one two and four those are the only star wars movies she's seen and she's seen all the clone wars um she loves anakin loves ahsoka uh hates darth vader has absolutely no idea no idea no idea has no no idea idea. she's only seen one two and four oh my gosh so i was like going into this like man this could be it you know yeah right so we got the disney officials there and stuff they're like no phones no phones no phones you know so i'm like yeah 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 well i i got the ray-ban stories so Mm. the glasses that take the you know you can take the video on so i was wearing those oh that's cool but I got the transitional ones for this. Actually, I bought them for celebration. So I was like, man, I could record all these. Yeah, trailers, right. <laughs> you know? But uh, so I have like whenever stuff with Anakin started coming on, I, I didn't even see it in the theater most of the time because I was watching her watch, oh, watch it. Yeah, I and I got some sick clips of her like, why is, why is that Darth Vader? Darth Vader's there, you know? But man, yeah, yeah the, the atmosphere oh. was awesome and just to experience Dude, you with have to like you have to do a reaction with her a yep. video oh man mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm envious that's cool man that's cool that's it really is. cool yeah uh i miss the days of my daughter being that into star wars she's i don't want to say completely over it but it's not like it was you know yeah but um yeah she's 11 she's completely jaded now 
<laughs> but so one thing I want to mention before we start talking about the episode proper is, uh, you know, this was directed by and written by Filoni. And if you go back to this, the Star Wars tops digital trading card game or tr- what it, I, it's a sort of a game, I guess. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There was this oh, series yeah. of Ahsoka cards that were red and white. And, uh, He's been planning this essentially the whole time, sort of what it looks like, because there's one of her like coming up out of the water and everybody was like, what's this about? I remember it when it came out. They're like, what? Oh. All of this other stuff makes sense after seeing Rebels and all that. But what's this? What is this thing? And well, let's just talk about it. What is yeah. this thing? We had some pretty cool stuff happen and stuff that we've never really seen Star Wars do. Uh, you you get to see, oh god, what's his name? Kanan's kid, uh, Jason. Jason. Jason, thank you. Why can I not remember his name? It's because I said he was he was <laughs> Billy Joe from Green Day the very first time I saw him, and that's just wrecked me forever. <laughs> it's wrecked but, me um, too, by the way. It's all I think about yeah. when we're watching on YouTube, yeah. like doing the show. Yeah. So he um he could sense what was going on in like his sense, like he could hear what was happening, even though nobody else could. And, you know, they were ready to just leave and, and assume that it was a complete loss. And I don't know, man, I thought that was really dope. Oh, by the way, I didn't notice this. And a friend of the show, Andy Bell pointed it out to me that Andy Bell in the ghost, there's a picture of Kanan. Like in the dashboard of no. the ghost. Yeah. yeah. But like and, live action mm, Kanan? I yeah. you know, I couldn't see it good enough. But yeah, I oh. would assume so. It um, looks it's a picture like of it's, Sal. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> picture of Sal, yeah. Um, it looks like it's taken from one one of the books. Um what was it? Rebel Dawn. Oh, it's from it's from uh, New Dawn. A New yeah. Dawn, because it had like Joshua Jackson's. Yeah, they had, uh, I really like that actual okay. cover of that. He looked really cool in that. Yeah. That's when they first met. That's when they first met too, which is yes for the mess. Yeah, he was a bartender. Yeah, Yeah. and a complete butthole. He was kind of like Santa in that Rudolph. Rudolph, full circle. (laughs) But but anyhow, uh, let's just who wants to talk about like the highlight of the episode? I think it's kind of hard to pinpoint what that is for me personally. I want to hear somebody else's take on it. Uh, let's go with our guests first. Uh, Josh, go ahead, man. What, what was your what's your take on the episode? And yeah, what was your favorite parts? Oh, I I've been saying all day that uh, Filoni did more with less. Uh, he used not our less here, but you know less yeah. less than uh, <laughs> what we expected. He used the world between worlds, but he managed to like avoid the tropes everybody was afraid of, mm-hmm. um, and. We, you know, the whole time leading up to this, we were saying like, it's going to be like a 40 minute episode or whatever. This has got to be like all Anakin and Ahsoka. If we're going to, if we're going to like do therapy sessions, you know, this is going to take a while to go through it, but less than half the episode, man. And he accomplished more than, you know, I thought they were going to be able to in one, one whole episode. And uh, just uh, the way that uh, we saw Anakin has kind of ascended um it, it's like he has power over this construct now that we've seen <laughs> mm-hmm. you know that's mm-hmm. connected to mortis that's connected to the world between worlds and clone wars yep. and rebels 
and he is uh, he's risen above all of it. He's he's not just the embodiment of the light and a daughter, the embodiment of the dark and a son. And he's not even yeah. just a benevolent father. He's all of it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, is he a father? Is he the father? Like, but he's above that, probably. So yeah, he, crazy, man. It's he's like Neo in the Matrix is what it it's reminded like, me. Yeah, good call. That's yeah. a good yeah. call. It's like Neo. And, and you're right. He really did do more with less the way they used like the action from the clone wars like from the cartoon oh, but in live dude. action and how they limited the depth of a field just by with fog and stuff like that it was so effective and it kept your focus on the thing here's what this is supposed to be about and the lesson that they spun around where the the thing was is she chose to live that was like the highlight of it that was baller man it was some it was of the so coolest good. like force stuff ever and you know for the part of me wondered is she really there or is she dreaming all this because she's in the middle of dying right but either way it really doesn't matter because yeah. the experience on her end was the same. And you have to assume that she was really there because Jason wouldn't have heard what he heard without. Yes. It. Wouldn't good have call. sensed it. Good call about that. Yeah. And so then that makes you wonder is how powerful is he? Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's something yeah. we've never really seen before. Right. <laughs> we but, got a lot of shit. We got a lot of sh not shit, but a lot of jokes at us last night for uh, talking shit on Hera leaving Jason by himself and just roaming around. But everybody yeah, yeah. was very quick to point out that Chopper is a serial killer and he has 50,000 deaths under his belt <laughs> and he's nuts and he, nobody's going to F with that kid. And I was like, you know what? You guys are right. You oh, my God. totally right. Yeah. Speaking of okay. which, okay. quick sideline, uh, <laughs> Maggie Lovett, she's a really good follow on Twitter. On well, If you're not following her, she's a lot of fun. But she was talking about they use Chopper at an event to promote the show. <laughs> and she says, from mass murder to scab. Yeah, <laughs> right. Chopper, what's your deal? <laughs> right, yeah. But, uh, to scab, that's funny. Yeah. You know something, I'm sorry to keep hijacking this, but with yeah. Chopper in live action, the amount that they let his head move like this mm -hmm. god mm -hmm. that's cool that's mm -hmm. uh, just everything about him is so on point somebody at work today said that they're disappointed they're not letting him be chopper though they're not letting him right. be like an at a constant asshole mm -hmm. and i was like yeah well you know they, i think it's the presence of jason mm -hmm. oh, that's good call. the reason behind that i think that's kid. done good purposefully that's not to keep from yeah it's not to keep mm -hmm. from offending the people it's him he's like that that pervy butthole uncle that as soon as your his brother has kids his brother's like listen dick bag you're not gonna act this way around my kid all right i can't have them growing up thinking this is good normal that's so a rein call. it in i think that's part of it and i th also think that it sounded like in one of the you know how you can almost understand what? chopper sometimes well, i said that hopefully that'll be episode zero oh sorry i honestly yeah. thought you said that sounds like a rage yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Plaza Garage. Yeah. Uh, I was like, what's that? How's that? But but uh oh god, I lost my train. Oh, you know how you can almost understand Chopper. There's a scene, I can't remember which episode it was in, where it sounds like he calls hair a mom. All right, mom. He it's does kind of what it sounds no, like. No, they 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 he, you can hear his words. If you go back and we're listening to it with these ear earphones when we're watching, you can hear and he's saying words. Mm -hmm. It's a trip, dude. Go back and listen to it. You can 
listen and hear him pronounce words all choppered out. Is it still Filoni doing the voice? Oh, I don't I know. He did I the voice it. for for Rebels, so I it probably it sounds is. like it sounds like the same voice. Yeah, yeah. he's got to get that extra money, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, so Mike, what did you think, man? I <laughs> uh, I saw it in the theater with fans, so I'm biased, but it was probably one of the best pieces of Star Wars content I've seen in quite a while. Like it's it's up there with uh, the Mando season two finale with Scott with Luke. Um, if not even more grandiose for me, uh, because, because of the relationship and and the investment that I have with Ahsoka and Anakin in the Clone Wars. And Josh Mm -hmm. and I were just talking about this, how, and and Josh let me know tonight, like his favorite piece of Star Wars right now is the Clone Wars, the whole animated series, Mm -hmm. right? Over some of the movies right now. And, And it makes sense because you, you have more time spent with, with the relationships of those two characters and the dynamics that take place. And, um, but it was just, uh, incredible. Um, but I'll bring it back to like layman's Mike Pappas terms, baller status moment, Anakin's, uh, saber behind the back, like, like Mm -hmm. iconic, like right out of like Mustafar epic. And then deep cut the lesson, but not the lesson that she wanted to live. The lesson that, she was she was drowning and ruminating about her failures, about leaving Sabine, about not finding Ezra, about Anakin. Like, could she have saved him if she went to Mustafar without Obi Wan? I thought maybe we were going to see that in a mirror, but 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 I think when he when he said to her, "You're everything that I am, and, and I'm everything my master taught me, and he's everything his master taught him," from Qui Gon to Obi Wan to Anakin to Ahsoka, and then she says to him. Yeah, you're more powerful and more dangerous than than anybody ever imagined. You know who put that in her head right before she died? Because I think she died. Was Balin Skull. He goes, all you are is death and destruction, just like mm-hmm. your master. Just and like your master. That's bringing her down. That's bringing her further down. That's why Ahsoka hasn't... That's why Rosario Dawson wasn't able to smile for four and a half episodes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. her character is ruminating in despair and in failure. So when she says to Anakin on Ryloth, how could you make jokes right now when, when like our, our comrades are dying? Like, how are you? And he's like, well, how do you want me to be? Like, so there's this whole lesson that she needs to find acceptance. She needs to forgive herself mm-hmm. and she needs to ascend, right? And you ascend through acceptance. And when, when he turns to her and he goes, that's what this is about. And you think like, oh, it's about like him turning to Vader. Yeah, it's no. not. It's about her harping on the failures and the death and destruction that comes along with that. And, that's and all abandoning, part of the, and, and abandoning him. But, but Mike, that yeah. scene was filmed. I don't know if you heard about this, but that scene in Mustafar, there's rumors that it was done. It was filmed and it was her as the little uh, Ahsoka going in and shutting it down. Shut, shutting Vader down at that point, but they, Filoni didn't want to use it because what we saw was things from her past that were essential to her growth. That never happened, so he didn't want to confuse people. Uh, but maybe someday we'll see that in the uh, in an edit or something. That's, that's, I was go just going to say that's just getting into what uh, I think he was just trying to stay away from the. He used the world between worlds, but didn't use the the tropes, like you the said. The tropes, yeah. you know. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. you did get that Mustafar battle. Essentially, a lot of that choreography was like, and the staging was a hundred, like one to one. The Mustafar mm-hmm. yeah. battle, it was just 
in this other place. I don't yeah. want to make this awkward, but Pappas, that was amazing, dude. You crushed it. And I'm going to tell you something, too. Oh, this is sober, Pappas. If back, I was going to say, if back in the Rogue One days, if you would have asked me to predict if you would have ever said something like that, uh, no, no, not a chance. That was so deep, man, and so good. You're right, because like there was parts of that I hadn't even considered. And oh my gosh, that's heavy. That was really good for a reason. That Mike, that rivals the last time, I think, or two times ago when you were on and you were talking about playing guitar naked with Eric and a bear. Like a wrestling you, you, a bear, you were gonna wrestle a bear naked. Uh, yeah, I probably yeah. still would do that if we're having enough fun. Well, I, heck I, yeah, I would, yeah, I would love, <laughs> That's I would love party to see time. it. I would love to yeah. see it. Yeah, King Tom, what's your take, man? Like, uh, I mean, I don't thing? know, I I don't know how to follow up with what Mike said because that that was brilliant, but it did kind of remind me, and I think it's a good bridge. Um, I think Les was saying on the um reaction show how this really sets up ahsoka as like the link between all the jedi so like anakin was saying you know i am what came before me you are what came before me you know ah- ahsoka's there and we know somehow she will link to the the, the next generation um because they're not gonna you know dave, dave filoni is a creative force in star wars and he's not gonna let this character uh, that he created that, that he loves that he's done some great stories with just just die it's going mm-hmm. to mean something to star wars moving on and i i think you can also kind of take that and you know it's it's like a family tree branching off anakin was talking about qui-gon to obi-wan to him to ahsoka but that also means obi-wan to luke to ray and so i think there there's there's a whole lineage there and just you know, an, another great part of, of the story was the Pergils and how Ahsoka, oh, you know, that that joy was back. Like like Mike was saying, the joy was back at the at the end of the episode and seeing, you know, you kind of could see it happening. That was one way they would get out there. Um, but they're going there. And it's great to see Star Wars get weird like this. Um, if I have one complaint about the episode, uh, and this was an issue in the Obi Wan show too. But Anakin's fucking clothes. It it looks like he's wearing his dad's clothes. Um, Hawes had had the best line. He and I were texting after the show, and he looks like it's. He said he looks like Anakin is in a Talking Heads video. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is pretty baggy. I, I just, I mean, I'm fine with the face, the de aging, all that mm-hmm. stuff. But the clothes, every time he's in an outfit, it's too fucking big. Get him some right. fucking clothes that fit right. Yeah, some skin, some skinny, skinny. Yeah, show off that body. Yeah. Do you think it's because they want him to have the, the, the like the outline of Vader, Vader, the triangle? Hayden is very skinny. Yeah, very possible. Maybe. He's not as built as he was in episode three. Can't they like digitally? If they're going to do that, can't they digitally widen his face or something? I mean, you've seen my work. See, of course they can. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the technology exists. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna exactly. they're gonna hire you like they did Smush. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm waiting for the call. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the call. Now, did you guys pick up? Because I know Randy, Les, and I did not pick this up as far as I know because we didn't say anything about it. But when he said, when she said, "I won't fight," I won't fight you, and, and that's a straight line from uh, Luke. Return Luke of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. You picked it up. You just decided not to say anything on a reaction video. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I just don't that. talk on reaction videos. I'm trying this other no. approach. Just like reacting. 
<laughs> just watching. It's a watch watch video. Yeah. through his eyebrow move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So may I just one more real quick? Yeah, please. Not, not to just hog the spotlight, but Josh and I were just talking about this and she had to be brought to the the brink of turning. That's why her eyes were yellow. Yes. For yes. the lesson to be learned. So the, mm-hmm. the the closest that she got to to the dark there and then being able to come back was in my opinion also part of the lesson. And of course the poetry with with Luke and Return of the Jedi there by throwing the, the, the saber right at the brink of your anger and your hatred if your hatred comes. But she needed to get to that point where like the the Sith eyes, crazy eyes were coming because she needs to find balance, right? And nobody's better to teach you balance than Anakin Skywalker after and right in who he is right now because he is the best in the light when he's on the light and he's the best when he's in the dark. There's nobody better Hmm. on either side. Now here's another question. Somebody at work also said to me, well, how do we know that this is even Anakin? Maybe it's just a projection in her head. And I said, well, that line that she's the line that he said about Luke makes us know that he's not just in her head because she wouldn't have known any of that. And that, uh, what's his face could hear him. Yeah, and that Jason can hear Billy yeah. Joe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the lightsabers. Yeah. Yeah. Josh yeah. was saying, like, goes. Josh brings it back to Mortis arc, man. He yeah. like because the father and Mortis tells Anakin, like, you're the chosen one. You're supposed to take my place. And the father dies because he gives his life to make son of Mortis mortal, and then Anakin kills the son. So that right. that's why there is a it's broken before yeah. till Anakin. To Luke, he, Luke, and doesn't Anakin him. see his future and then he forgets? Right, he yeah. it, it wipes yeah. it out. He knows what he's going to be, but then he doesn't remember it. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Because I mean, basically, what the father was doing was creating a, a vacuum that yep. somebody mm-hmm. had to be pulled into. Uh, yeah, and one thing I just want to say: if people, if you haven't watched the Clone Wars in its entirety, you're really missing out. The it makes Anakin's fall in Episode Three all the more tragic and it it makes it even more heartbreaking when you see like his character growth in that series lead into uh revenge of the sith it is a tremendously emotional experience to tie all that together so i can't recommend it enough what what'd you guys think about the, the young young ahsoka nailed it I think yeah. nailed it too. Yeah. Did you guys realize Boo? I don't know if you realize, and people that have seen Barbie, did you realize that she's been in all three yep. of these? And she's um, uh, young Gamora from. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, right up there. Yeah. Yeah, in that picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The screen. Yep. yep. <laughs> Not always looking at her. I'm doing research, folks. Oh, yeah. All he's right. Into- sorry. He's sorry. all trying to find all- boo bits. All right. I'm talking to my sources. I'm not always staring at your faces. So I think Boo's gonna say, you know, she was in Barbie too. I didn't realize that. You know, that was a boo bit, so I guess I'll just go fuck myself on that one. Yeah, we're moving on. So real real quick, let's talk about Ahsoka uh just from the appearance standpoint. So there's a lot of buzz about what they look like without the like the decoration on their head. Boo and Randy went like Boo and Randy, I when I was editing it, they both went like, oh, <laughs> when when it, when uh, we saw her without the thing, oh, people oh, were like, yeah. "She's bald, bald, yeah. bald." Oh, uh, oh, oh. but I mean, I mean, let's face it, that had to be something under there. Yeah. What did we expect? I don't know. 
so mm-hmm. the Pergo, I love how they look in live action. I think that they that was a tricky transition from animation to live, and they beautiful crushed it. The mm-hmm. benevolence in their eyes and just the fluidity of their movement through the sky. I just, it's so rad. And what they did with it, with her getting ready to take off, just excellent, excellent, excellent. And this is, this is the best star Wars TV so far. And that's saying a lot. Like I've, I'm so full of anticipation for the next episode. And I have been that way with the Mandalorian. I have been that way with Andor, but not like this. Mm-hmm. This was okay. So this, this is better than Andor. You think? To me, yes. I mean, as to far you. as building anticipation for me, right. and or it's is nearly perfection in its execution. Sure, yeah. Writing, acting, yeah. directing, yeah. We were but, saying on... Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, no, I was just going to say from an emotional standpoint, this is... I'm the most invested in this. Right, all right, I get it, yeah. Me too. Yeah, we were saying that this is... Andor is great for what it is, like gritty war film, and that's what it's supposed to be, and it's awesome, and it's an awesome aspect of Star Wars. But you can tell that Filoni is the apprentice to George Lucas because Ahsoka is Star Wars firing on all cylinders. It's, you know, the intricate, like, uh, drama between, you know, communication between people and their relationships. It's... Uh, the lore building, it's the the spaceships and the pew pew. It's everything that all comes together and works together perfectly and cohesively. Yeah, and it's fan service done the right way. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's fan service with the unique shots and things that we never thought we'd ever see in live action, and now it's like in front of our eyes, which fucking blows my mind. It's great. And then next couple of weeks, we're gonna see fucking Thrawn for God's sakes. Like I'm gonna my nerdgasm. All over myself, dude, during this thing. And I don't know. I'm going to have to change my undies. I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm going to see Thrawn, bro. I don't know. I'm going to turn blue. The blue spew. <laughs> blue spew? Is, who said that? Blue spew. That was awesome. That was me. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, so I wonder if they spew blue. Okay. Oh, no. I think we're I mean, done. I wonder if they jasmonium blue. That'd be kind of weird. This discussion. <sighs> um, so I, originally I thought about let's talk about what? predictions for the next one, but I'd rather not. I, I don't I just want to dwell on it myself. So, yeah, yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah, let's let's. Um, well, are we, well, one prediction: Are we going to see Thrawn next episode? Yes. No. Yes. Hundred percent. Yes. Okay. Yes. No. Well, it's hard to predict an entire new oof. galaxy, right? <laughs> right. That's that's a huge thing to talk about. First time in the history of what we've been watching for the last forty years. Um, is it forty or fifty years now? Almost it's forty 50. years, right? Almost fifty. We're we're going to another galaxy, man. We're doing some Battlestar Galactica shit. Is what we're now, doing. Like OG I have a TV question show. for. Sorry, Raj. No, sorry, come here. I, I have a question. That is time relative in that galaxy as it is to to the time Ooh. that is is in the Star Wars galaxy. So is I hope so. And <laughs> like, is Ezra going to be like way older, like? Oh, I hope so, bro. I hope Ezra's going to be so, older. Yeah, Ezra is no, going to be older because we know he was cast. Wh- he means like way older, like beyond. Yeah, but yeah, like normal cast, passing time. That's what I meant, what Randy said, yeah. but I guess they casted him, right? They casted, yeah, oh. my home, my cousin. Oh, your cousin? Oh, yeah, he's Persian, dude. <laughs> he is, he's Persian. We had two Persians in Star Wars now, dude. We're taking over, bro. Right? Me and Nick. It's me and Nick. <laughs> Are you done? 
I'm yeah, right? just saying. I'm excited. I'm excited. I don't. I, I'm allowed to be excited that a Persian but, Star Wars. Okay, so one more. And Josh, Josh gave this to me. Does the Force work the same way it does in this galaxy that it will in that galaxy? Wow. Is it going to be the Force on steroids, or is it going to be the opposite, where Ahsoka is going to be like, "What the fuck? My shit doesn't work here." Wow. Great. These are great Gravity. questions. Hmm. Yeah. You guys, this, kinda... is the, this is the problem. You guys think things out on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, we're we just talking like, about that blue cool. jizz. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was neat. Yeah, let's play we some don't do Red Dead. Uh, yeah. We don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, in my personal opinion, I think the force should be the same as it is because it is uh, like a spiritual connection to the world around you, to nature, to everything else, and I mean. In, in, injecting like biology into it in, with midichlorians and stuff like that. It, it, sure, it's a thing, but uh, I would think that the nature of it would be exactly the same. But so Josh me. thinks that maybe there's a different frequency, so you have to meditate a different way, or like well, it could like there could be a different sound that Jason would have to listen to when he meditates, like on a different wavelength spiritually and i'm, like I'm just taking that different. off of uh in the clone wars right we were talking about i don't think it's uh, a lot of this is tied back to the death of marion the the night sisters right we know that the people who built that uh the place that uh, morgan elspeth was talking about was her ancestors it was the night sisters so and their force usage they call it magic in the clone war and in star wars right so it's it's different. It's, it's represented visually. It's like the green and they did stuff with the magic that even Palpatine wanted to get his hands on that. You know, mm -hmm. he was, he was not able to do this kind of stuff. Like even like resurrecting Maul, essentially bringing people back from the dead, reanimating people. So, and if this is where the night sisters came from, we could be seeing more of that, uh, like a mm. different, you know, representation of it. Gotcha. That's gotcha. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That makes sense. Man, but hot damn. What a show, man. Hot diggity dog. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. I'm trying to think of other things that popped up after I, I watched I heard it. Senator Organa. I don't know. You guys think that's mm -hmm. just a, just the Easter egg, like, or check yeah. it off. You heard, you, heard, you heard that where? Heard her name uh, mentioned. Her, yeah, oh, really? the episode. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, the yeah, episode. Yeah, she said Senator or uh, they said a Senator Organa is trying to explain, basically trying to run cover for. Oh him. yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yes, yes, and yes, I'm yes, like, yes, huh? Yeah, wait, she's trying wait, wait, to. What? She's trying to yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was rad. That was really cool. Give him some time. Yeah, yeah, that was very cool. Well, it was it was amazing, and I can't wait. We have three more, and I can't believe we have three more. I, I wonder if the next one's just going to be kind of like pretty chill. I mean, compared to what we got. Some setup. Yeah. What's chill, man? It's been nothing but right. action and just balls to the wall, man. Like, yeah, what's chill? Is chill just gonna be cruising with Bergil? All right, I'll take that for five minutes. Yeah, Josh was saying like the pacing. I mean, we were talking about this last night too. That I love how they did it. It wasn't just the forty-five minute of those two walking around time, you know, father time, showner shit. It gave us time to breathe. Yep. After we saw those Clone Wars shots, you know what I mean? And trying to like really take it in. And I think that was great. Filoni, man, he's ready. I mean, give this guy, I guess they did give him a live action film that's coming, but I'm still. But no, he should be running it, dude. He should be taking the, the helm of everything. Well, like, maybe, maybe he'll be the guy after 
KK. But do we want him know. in that position? Like, is he going to be able to do as much as he wants to? In, right. You know? like, Good call. Well, because then he has to deal with like Iger and the board and like investment numbers and then what like what they want for their fucking money. Like, right. he doesn't have to deal with that, right? Whatever he's getting into now, like where he's at, they're finding their sweet spot. Like, mm-hmm. he's head over all of live action Star Wars right now. So, like. Well, I hope the skeleton crew. We'll have some kind of. I hope it's not going to be like a secret invasion, fucking letdown, man. After this, because <laughs> with the momentum is so strong right now, uh, let's see how the last three end. But uh, let's let's hope Skeleton Crew has has something also that makes us want to come back every week. And we got Acolyte after that, right? And we have Acolyte, and mm-hmm. I can't wait for that shit. Ooh, damn. I, I think that they need to let Filoni spend some time where he's at. It's what he's worked yep. to get yeah. to because w- your next step in the food chain is like moving into upper management where you have to get mm-hmm. results through other people and stop doing tasks. And yeah. right now he's a master at the task. And if you want to be a good leader, you have to make room for other people to do their thing, which is why star Wars is working out so well right now. And it would be a shame to lose out on, the do that he can do right now. Right. I, I think it's right. going to be some amazing stuff. And I know personally other people's take on it doesn't affect my ability to find what I love about it. But this is like, it goes past all of that. It's, it's impossible to not like it from my point of view. Right. You know Ex- I mean? Exactly. And I got so pissed because I walked in today. And so one, one of my friends, uh, co-worker's name is uh, Luis. We call him Wicho. He's, he loves Star Wars. He loves, and he loves Clone Wars. He's diehard Clone Wars guy, right? And diehard Filoni guy. And he's been like up and down this, this year, mm-hmm. season. And I walk in, I go, bro. And he's, he just looks at me and goes, it was good. I almost <laughs> fucking lost my mind, dude. I said, it was good. I said, you're just fucking trolling, dude. You're just trolling me. This is what you're doing now. I said, I don't even want to talk to you. I just walked and went in my office to close my door. Well, and I know there's people out there who genuinely don't dig this series so far. I mean, a guy I know, he, he, it's, it's funny how people assume you're on their, their wavelength with this stuff. He goes, yeah, I don't know, man. So we're going to have to talk about this show to the powers that be because woof. Blah 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 blah. Well, yeah, like, you said that last. You know, I kind of like it, but da, da, da. And it, he started backpedaling real fast on it too when he yeah, realized yeah. I wasn't down uh, with what he was saying. But uh, you know, there are people out there that don't like it, and I suspect they've done a really good job. I feel like of making this palatable and interesting for people who didn't watch Rebels, but it's especially good for the people who have. And who've watched Clone Wars. Yeah, and it's a true. And Filoni is like rewarding the people that have pretty much. Mm -hmm. It's what it feels like. Oh, gosh. It's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. Let me tell you. Yes, yes. It really is. Well, thanks. That's all I got, guys. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Josh and Mike. Thank you so much with that, man. That was rad. Um, Anybody else? Uh, Partying, uh, Boo, you you enjoyed it, I'm sure, correct? Oh, yeah. You know, um, I did get the feeling that this is going to hit so much harder for people who are huge, you know, Clone Wars and Rebels fans, stuff like that, than it would for me. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I still dug it. I thought it was good. The, 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 the Purgle thing at the end, I was like, I was like, all right, I, I understand this is probably really huge for Clone Wars fans, but I got the feeling of, uh, I was like, what is this, Pinocchio? 
but right. that was just that was just my feeling. Wasn't at even the Clone end. Wars. It was all Rebels. That's what Randy said too. Like if you haven't watched Rebels, this might sound and look batshit crazy right now. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I I thought it was. I was like, all right, I, I was like, I, I can dig it. I was like, yeah, let, let's fucking ride, let's go, you know, let's just get in the whale and let's ride. But yeah, no, I I thought the I thought the Anakin stuff was pretty cool with how it just you know it it you know Anakin is at that you the one that we see he knows he's done everything he knows what he's what he is what he has been all of that and now he's trying to help Ahsoka with how what she's going through and I thought that was mm-hmm. pretty cool because if anybody's you know been there and back it's it's Anakin so yeah so I was like I, I was like that's that's pretty awesome you know a, a master is always a master you know it, it never stops so I was like oh, right. that's pretty awesome and I know a lot of Clone War fans, uh, this is the last thing I'll say, I know a lot of Clone War fans didn't like the way Ahsoka has been throughout this series. But if you go back and watch the final season of Clone Wars that came out and you watch Jedi Tales, this is the same Ahsoka. She hasn't been snips since it was on Cartoon Fucking Network, dude. So chill, people. But Ahsoka the White will be more snips now. Yeah. That's right. Siege of Mandalore. I forgot to mention that. Just seeing the pieces of it. Oh, the, Siege of Mandalore. Oh. With the the Mandos with the horn heads and just like her running them through. Oh, yeah. God. So good. That so was good. So good. dope. Did anyone else think was, were, that we would see Maul like real quick? Like, I, you know, I considered that. Oh, I'm glad they rad. didn't, though, because I think it would have detracted from what you're supposed yeah. to focus on. But I thought it was cool <laughs> that Anakin's like, what? what's this? What is this? Yeah. this? Why am that I here? Rad. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's so much shit. I got to watch it again. But yeah. thank you, Eric. Thank All right. I'm going to go watch it right now. See you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So we're going to end this thing with some uh, some bits. Boo, you ready for this? Always. Now, I'm going to warn Josh. Uh, uh, Pappas has gone through bits before. but so, so Boo has a lot of inside sources. Like, I mean, he's very yeah. connected with yeah. uh, like – might not people that write for variety like Hollywood reporter and people that are in the studio. So mm-hmm. his bits are pretty, pretty like, legitimate and that's yeah. all sarcasm. Right? Yeah. hundred percent. Oh yeah. It's bits. I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits. It's bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. There you go. Bits. I ain't got shit. I got the same as everybody else, yeah. <laughs> which ain't much right now. I got to admit I, that's why I was doing research while you guys are fucking talking. Cause I have, Zero. Hey, did you know that this chick was in all three of these? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm, I'm fucking scraping the barrel here. It is sad. I ain't got <laughs> nothing. Yeah, that's I'm trying to connect bits to what we talked about last week and shit. <laughs> We're just really just we might bring it out the towel. Bring it out the towel. bits. That's great. Yeah. Fucking hell. Shit, some some no 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 hey, bits. Tom, That's what I got. Should we bring back Nabu? No, <laughs> no we have guests. That's true. We have guests. I'm not a guest. My account. Yeah. I'm a guest. Josh is a guest. I'm a best. That <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. That's funny. Oh no. All right. So let me let me get to what I, I really don't fucking have. Last week we talked about uh, One Piece. You know, it's it's oh, it's yeah. doing good. It's actually doing pretty good mm-hmm. numbers. It's people are actually watching it on like Cowboy Bebop. It has like thirty seven point eight million views in in less than two weeks. Great. Hopefully Netflix doesn't fucking squash it. Um, 
but to help that, uh, the 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 creators of the show they said that season two has already been written. So oh, good. if good, they continue good. it when the, when you know actors and all that and everything can get back together, they'll be ready. So it's been it's been I read an article. It's been number one since it's come out. Nineteen point two million just last good. week. Mm. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. So yeah. So hopefully it doesn't get squashed. I I don't think it will. I think it's been a pretty big pretty big success. Uh, everything I've heard, people have loved it. So I hear people at work just that aren't nerds and like into the shit we are. They're talking about it. So I was like, oh, shit. What? Okay. One Piece. Let's do it. Oh, good. Good. Well, that's that, that's great. It, it's, it's always nice when people who aren't us necessarily mm-hmm. are like, right. yeah, have you watched this? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course I have. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. Um, some other things that people have watched, but maybe not as much as some others would like. Uh, there you go. There it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, David uh, Zavlov says Warner Brothers has underutilized the Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, and DC franchises. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. I was like, wow. So immediately in my head, I was like, so we're just having crossovers here. We're going to have Harry oh Potter, God. Lord of the Rings, <laughs> and DC all going to merge. Oh, Everybody's shit. together. Why not? Let's just do it. No. I no, I'm 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 being sarcastic here, but that's that's what it seems like. Everybody wants a fucking right. shared universe. Right. Not this time. I I I think it's maybe it's been a bit too long for Lord of the Rings to not have done anything. I think I I think the the what's the show The Rings, Rings of, of Power. Power. Yeah, the yeah. Rings of Power did really well. It did, yeah, <laughs> and it's really done well. I just think they waited too long. I think they should have done something sooner, but that's just my opinion. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, and then you know the DC stuff has had its turmoils and tribulations the entire time uh I, I think harry potter's done you know they, they've had the uh, the the grindelwald movies and all that those have been pretty well or doing pretty well now they're having a show where they're just redoing the yeah, entire yeah, so i was gonna ask you they're doing a books. whole rebooting or the whole a whole reboot whole new new actors new the the, the same story just That's in a show form yeah oh, okay. so Hey. So yeah, so I I think the underutilization that he's talking about, I'm not much sure much more that he really wants to do. But <laughs> hey, go for it, pal. Yeah, I'd I'd I'd, I'd love to see it. Uh, speaking of crossovers, I gotta ask Pappas, have you seen the new? Uh, I'm sure you have the new Transformers movie. Oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, I I I may be asking the wrong person because the rest of these mofo's dug it. How did Fuck you G. feel I at Joe. the end? Thank Joe. you. Get this shit, shit out of my fucking movie. Am I allowed to curse? Wow, podcast? Listen, listen. Yes, you're allowed to curse. Mike, don't do it, man. Don't, don't hurt us. Don't hurt us, man. The universe is so much bigger than what the so Bayverse and, and what Michael Bay is a, as an executive producer puts into these movies. That the Hasbro can't find a way to monetize the other franchise that they got to cross it over. That's like putting Shaggy in Mortal Kombat. Like, it's it's unnecessary. <laughs> they don't fucking need it. I mean, come on, give us the give us the Cybertron Prime Origin movie. I don't care if it's all CGI. Don't be putting snake eyes up in my bumblebee, son. Great chair, by the way. I saw when you got up the uh, the bumblebee chair. Awesome chair. Thanks, buddy. Very Standing good. for dorks. Dorks. Can't, can't can't believe you did that, Mike. But it's all good, man. Everybody's Thank entitled to their own opinion. Thank it, God. It's fine, and bro. Like, have that. Go have your John Cena the, the Rock. Wherever. Chi Joe movie somewhere else. Let me keep just tell up. you the the, the movie up. was. 
I don't need my. It's the only time in the entire film where I went, "Oh, that's cool." (laughs) I disagree. See, I thought Air Razor was amazing. I thought, I I mean, I thought the MacGuffin was. What do you think about GoBots? What is it? GoBots is 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 third world country Transformers. (laughs) (laughs) I was a little less. I was a little worried. That he was going to be on your side about this. Just a little look, worried. GoBots are cool, man. I don't think, look, everybody used to like what they like, man. This is a Happy Meal toy and a story for, for, for play school. Yes. Happy Meal toy. That's a pretty good cool. I like the Happy were. Meal toy. This That's is good. Fugazi. Fugazi. <laughs> it is a Fugazi. <laughs> Happy Meal toy. Here's some intel. Eat a dick. <laughs> yeah, let's go eat a dick, GoBots. Yeah. Oh man! They reboot it again, but whatever. Reboot what? Gobots? No, Transformers because they oh, dropped okay. G- oh. in it. That yeah. ruined let me it. Te- okay, let me tell you. I thought the Bumblebee it. movie was fucking awesome. <laughs> I loved the Bumblebee movie. Okay, I, and I loved the first fifteen minutes of that movie. Just stick with that shit. That's stick what I'm with saying. That. That's what I'm yeah. saying. More for Cybertron. See, yes. First you do Fuck. first you do Orion Pax to Optimus Prime, and then Megatron into the leader of the Decepticons. Then you do the war. Then you do the yes. siege. Then you do the siege. It's a trilogy. I'll fucking write it. Dude. It will rock. I'll do the CGI. You can even have a love story between like RC <laughs> or Alita 1 and Prime and or Ultra Magnus. Or like, between right. you and me. And yeah. the whole time, Cobra's trying to take over the Decepticons to take over the world. Oh, and then, you know, the God. Joes mm. have to fucking step in and make things right. You're not going to so deny bad. Captain Gridiron and Sergeant yeah. Slaughter their fucking moment in the sun, dude. Sergeant Come on. Slaughter. Simple as that, dude. Wild Go Bill Commander, flying a bro. copter version mm-hmm. of a Transformer. Come on. Yeehaw. Let's do it. It just makes Damn, that's the first time I heard you say, yeah. Loving my G.I. Joe Transformers crossover. Ha- having yeah. to have a crutch, a crossover as a crutch makes the universe feel shallow. It's not a crutch, and it's, it's not a crutch it. man. It it's doesn't not need a crutch. it. G.I. Joe needs it. Transformers doesn't. Okay, here's the ultimate question uh, for you. Possibly. Perhaps. They do need to like reimagine G.I. Joe and maybe make it more of a... Instead of trying to go all out with like the CG and like like you know the Michael Bayification of things, yeah. Maybe they actually make it like, uh, you know, a spy thriller or a series, you know, where they're actually like counterintelligence and all that kind of stuff where there's real like, you know, add some realistic elements to counterintelligence and counterterrorism, because that's all G.I. Joe really is. It's a counterterrorism squad. Make it like Mission Impossible or something. Not even. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And how they utilize the technology because they do Mm -hmm. what G.I. Joe is supposed to be. You right. know, in, in those movies. So, you know, disguising themselves, infiltration, right, all that right. kind of stuff, you know? I'm down with that. But here's the here's the ultimate question for you. I know there was rumors that Fast and Furious was going to kind of gonna mesh in with Transformers. Yeah. Would you rather have G.I. Joe or Fast that, and Furious? You've got to accept G.I. Joe. You're asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. Which oh. one? I would no, I would go G.I. Joe. You know, I mean, <laughs> okay, good, good, good. And good. Emily Lind, I apologize, but like, you gotta, I have to go G.I. Joe. Like, that's yeah, Lindo game. loves her Fast and Furious. I watched the, the first one for the very first time two weeks ago in Vegas, and I was thoroughly impressed. The they first Fast and Furious movie, first Fast and Furious. It's the very oh, first time I watched it. That, that movie is, is, you know, speaks to a specific time. In yeah, it really does. American, Part two American was garbage. Culture and pop culture yeah. and like yeah. late nineties, early two thousands tuners, like hot import nights. But like, yeah, yeah exactly. they, now, they, now they fly to space with like with with, with Fieros. With I don't know Fiero. what's going on. Pontiac Fiero. Keep that shit away from it. Like, I'm yeah. fine. Look, if they 
if they don't force the, the all the, the the yo joe stuff and it's more like instead of sector seven it's gi joe and there's some like badass characters that could like ride in bumblebee like that's cool. right but okay that's that's what he's talking about so yeah but you know we'll see he's it'll a great work. american hero it'll work man <laughs> come on snake eyes will be rolling with it's all good just just like i think it's more about the direction of like Take taking that approach and not doing the like the the Cybertron stuff that that I got was talking about. Yeah, like, that, that shit was awesome. Ten mm-hmm. minutes of Bumblebee is what everybody wants. To see. So good. So oh, go go ahead, Boo. Sorry, this is no. That's literally all I have. Thank hey. God, thank God, Pappas is here to to so, so I can talk a little bit. You know, throw a little you know a little Transformers bit out there and get his opinion because that's all I have. That is, I have zero. Well, you know, I'm, you, surpri- you, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. There's there's something out there that came out that I thought you would really be into. Um, didn't uh, Godzilla, Monarch? Oh, the trailer! I just don't want you guys to shit. Of course, I've seen oh, it. Oh, hey, hey, minus uh, one. Come hey. on now. Come on. Hey, uh, was holding it. a bit so nobody could dog Come it. Uh, Damn right, because I love Come this. On. It looks great, Come by on. the way. Yeah, if you guys want to talk about it, it I'll Let's fucking talk about it. it. Hell yeah. <laughs> This will get to you. I hope so. I can't go back in time and fix all the mistakes I made. His son's playing old. But maybe I can leave something himself. for the future. I did talk about this. Remember I told you Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell are a legacy. Are gonna be yeah, a but, show together. But the trailer. Oh well yeah. The world is on fire. Oh ho ho ho. I decided mm. to do something about it. Hopes. Dreams. Ambitions. The mission was to protect their world and ours. It's what we wanted Monarch to be. Instead of chasing monsters. If you come with me, you'll know everything, I promise. That looks pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. The production value looks insane on this. And that looks and pretty good. Can, nice. You can. Yeah, that looks pretty good, man. So, and then there's also yeah, a movie afraid, coming boo. out. No. Yeah. <laughs> there's a movie coming out, I think, November or something like that. Closer closer to the end of the year. Um, uh, Godzilla minus one. Or minus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I think it is minus one where it's only a couple years after or maybe like five or years after world war ii ends so japan is still rebuilding they don't really have a military they don't have anything going on as far as uh self-defense and uh, in the like original godzilla movies they have like an earth defense force if you will i'm probably getting that wrong but it's like some kind of defense force where they can somewhat defend themselves and this one they ain't got shit they're just a rebuilding country you know, just stuff like that. So they kind of just get smacked mm. in the face at their lowest moment. It looks good. It looks really good. So that, yeah, that, that's coming out. I'm going to catch that later. So, yeah. Nice. Cool. And Pappas just sent me a link to uh, Killers of the Flower Moon trailer. Uh, oh, yeah. That looks that really looks good. That looks really good. Pappas, we're going to do that next week. But okay. I've heard, I've heard, though, that this is Leo. And this says a lot. Leo's best performance ever. <laughs> yeah. Which I've that heard that Leo a had lot. The- the best yeah. summer ever. Too. Yeah. So. Oh, I've heard that too. Yes. <laughs> he is. Uh, well, yeah. Well, we all inspire to be Mr. DiCaprio. Um, 
And I'll, I'll end it there. Well, guys, um, that wraps this episode up, I think. Uh, Pappas, Josh, thank you so much for coming on and yes, hanging out with us, talking Star Wars, talking some bits, talking about Blue Jizz. I mean, who knows? You, know, you never know what you get here. Blue Spew. Blue Spew. Hey, it is what it is. Uh, let people know, Mike, where pe- they can find you and you Josh as well. me uh, in Queens, New York, uh, <laughs> mostly in Flushing. Let's go Rangers, Madison Square Garden. Uh, at the Pop Culture Hour group on Facebook. Just type in Pop Culture Hour on Facebook. Maximum Paps on Twitter. Uh, and I'm going to start a GoFundMe soon to build a turbo for my new GTI. So I'll send you guys my GoFundMe link too. Nice. I'll send nice it to Raj and he can pass it around. Paps, are you a Jets fan or a Giants fan? I'm a Jets fan and I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Josh, <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, Talking Sith Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, and uh, the Talking Sith Podcast. Nice. Guys, check him out. It's good times. Right after Soka, get on that shit. Talking Sith. Facebook Live. Uh, it's, it's streamed on YouTube as well, correct? Correct. Yep. Yes. So check it out. Mike, I'm so happy that you're back doing this, by the way. Like, you're not just back with us. I'm just so happy you're back doing this kind of shit. Because you're Thanks, fucking man. awesome at it. And... um yeah, I missed you guys. I missed you too. Missed you too. Randy, do it. Randy yep. call me or sex me, will you? Jesus. Oh, I'll totally sex you. Thanks. He's a good sex thing. Nice. King Tom Chansky, King of All Pods. Where can people find you? You can find me on Patreon shows for Steel Wars, The Bad Motivators, Blue Harvest, and our Sithless Patreon. And you can also find me on Blue Sky and Twitter at Tom Chansky, where I'll be offering Anakin Skywalker some wardrobe tips. Yeah. <laughs> You may find yourself. Um, Les, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at LesMore78 and also on this podcast and the Sithless YouTube channel. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. Guys, three more. Can't wait. Randy? Uh, you can find, uh, find us on uh, YouTube.com slash the Sithless where we do reactions to all the uh, shows that we uh, talk about here. All right, Boo? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sithless Boo. And last but not least, El Hombre. Uh, check out my other podcast. The um, oh my god, I almost said the bad. Oh, you almost did it! You almost said it! You almost said it! Dinner with the Healers, a bluey podcast that I do with my family. And look for me on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash MouseRat2217. Let me tell you, man. I told you that Malik's been into bluey. Like he watches every day now mm-hmm. and every night. And God, there's some like beautiful episodes, like oh, yeah. music, animation, like. The style, really, really nice stuff, man. The lessons learned and the portrayal. I mean, listen, it's a kid's show in the sense that, like, the kids are probably getting away with too much. You know what I mean? The parents do whatever they want. But there are some very beautiful parenting moments in there. And anybody who has kids will see themselves in the show. I guarantee it. Yeah. That's all you want to do when you got back from t-ball practice today, which... Man, I don't know. For people that have kids and you're trying to like watch your kids kind of be as decent at sports as you and and it's miserably not working, it, it's, it's a hit, dude. I mean, he's only four years old, <laughs> um, but it's like tough like to watch like the like kid hitting the T ball T instead of the ball. And like you're like, what the what the fuck are you doing, kid? Like <laughs> step your game up. But but he's the youngest kid on the team. You're embarrassing me. Yeah, you're embarrassing me. 
Do they not know I played high school baseball? <laughs> have 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 you? Does his does he have a jersey yet? Because how no, is he like, gonna fit all the letters on his back? Oh, trust I had to. Do it. it was like a full circle, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I the kids, so doesn't, he doesn't have that much shoulder space. So I'm like, where's the, where are the rest of the letters gonna bro, go? Why do you think I was a number zero? It was just my name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> Guys, you can find me at the Sith list where uh, I berate my son. It's baseball skills. Just kidding. He's actually second practice ever. He did great in the first one. This one, he just decided to look at the fucking birds flying around, I guess. Is he picking but, flowers yet? No, he's not he picking flowers, but like he had yeah. a whole day of school today and then no nap. And then I had to rush him to practice. So he was over that shit. Like, it's like, what am I doing here? Like, I should be like eating dinner and like go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Why am I at T ball practice? But whatever. It's all good. I'm just stoked that he's playing, man. Um, yeah, guys, check us out. Sith List on YouTube. Please subscribe and ch- uh, come along the ride with us for the next uh, next three Ahsoka. It's going to be great. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Next time, right here on episode 372 of The Sith List. Let's go.